Conscious Matters. It's a safe space where we chat about how living consciously matters to our well-being, to the one of our surroundings and loved ones, as well as to the earth and humanity as a whole. Join me, Melissa DeBerry, for inspiring interviews with some of the most beautiful souls out there, individuals who are helping others to reach their highest selves and who bring light into this world. In every episode, we talk about conscious matters such as self-love, awareness, personal development, the power of yoga and meditation, self-medicine, the rise of holistic practices, and much more. We expand on our experiences, share tools that help live in peace, harmony, and alignment on a daily basis, and discuss about what we've learned along our healing journey. Get your mind, body, and soul ready for a ride in consciousness. Namaste, listeners. I usually like taking the last week of December as a good time to take a breath and reflect on the last 12 months, step back, slow down to mindfully close this chapter before jumping into the new year. You perhaps feel the same at this time, inspired to look back, contemplate, and evaluate what has been going on in your life, your experiences, challenges, choices, commitments, and desires. And now reassessing if they're still aligned with your path, your growth, or if the cycle is done and there's nothing else to do other than be grateful, detach, release, and let them go. As I'd like to say, we can always do that and start over at any time, but there's something about the end of the year and the beginning of the year too, I would say. But right now we're talking about the end of the year. <laughs> so to me, it's like, it's the time where things are going a little bit slower, the night falling earlier, the colder days making us chilling and cozying up at home more than ever, of course, depending on where you are in the world. And to me, it's a time where there's less distraction. So it's easier to ground myself, detach from certain old narratives that I had been encouraged to believe reassess my goals, reinforce my values, making sure I'm still aligned with them. Easier to get into my own rhythm, focusing on me and my loved ones, and carefully evaluate what type of energy, knowledge, and people I take in. The way things unfolded in 2021 was quite unexpected. It somewhat felt uncomfortable, frustrating, with lots of back and forth, like three steps ahead, two steps backwards, kind of limbo. Yet it was worth it. As it was a year that taught me more about myself and helped me grow towards a true version of me. It taught me lessons that make me very excited for the year ahead, even if the unknown can be daunting, I would say. But um, yeah, it, I think it was a necessary year, just like 2020, but differently. Hopefully something that I'll share today will resonate with you, help you move forward in your own journey, or simply give you another perspective. Lesson up to this jam. I think 2021 has been challenging in a way that was to see if the lessons taught and learned in 2020 would not only stuck with us, but also be seriously implemented for good, which means not only when we under lockdown with no or limited external perturbation, because yeah, it was... I almost say easy to practice boundaries, patience, positive thinking, and so on when it's only you in your home or you and your tight unit of loved ones. It's when it comes to sticking to those lessons, when the outside world gets meshed with your own bubble, that things get um interesting, <laughs> I would say. 
Yeah, because y'all, if I tell you that people tried my patient this year, it is such an understatement. Actually, I don't think it's only people. It's so many things that we're going so much slower than anticipated. But then again, I think that after 2020, there was this global illusion that things will get fast-tracked compared to a dormant year, almost. Only did we know. Only did we know. (laughs) Personally, the virtue of patience is something life forced me to work on these past three years, I would say. So I guess that 2021 was like the final test for me to see if my natural impatience will triumph or if all of the work I did towards a specific goal and or aspect of virtue was not in vain. And I think I won. (laughs) I became uh, calm, cool, and collected most of the time. But I think I always appear calm, cool, and collected, but inside I'm not. But I think now after all of this work after 2021 lessons, um, I do believe that now my inside is matching the outside. So it's pretty rad. But in all seriousness, we live in a very peculiar time that reminds us that time is nothing but a construct. And I think, no, I'm sure like I already knew that, but I wasn't 100% convinced. And when we think about it, how come some days seem extremely long when others pass by so quickly that we take in by surprise when night falls. Practicing patience, seeing time differently after what we've been through these past two years made me realize, or I'd rather say made me accept that we all on different timelines in life. Um, It was a good reminder saying, you're not late. You're just right on time, just in your own timeline. Even if we're in the society in which comparison is king, I'm not even going to start on the negative impact social media can have on your self-esteem, but I strongly suggest to not look at other people's timeline to know what to do and when to do it. Instead, looking at others to get inspired and motivated, not to feel bad about where you are right now. Whatever is going on in your life, appreciate it. Appreciate where you are now because you'll never be there ever again. So just appreciate it, enjoy it, live it. Being part of this instant gratification generation makes it quite difficult to practice being present instead of constantly rushing to the next thing and multitasking a billion things at once. Nonetheless, it's grounding and improves self-confidence, I would say. So much so that then this comparison complex that is plaguing our society feels just like a nudge on the shoulder and it becomes much easier to dodge it, to focus on your own things and timeline instead. I've also talked on this podcast about non-attachment this year in the episode titled The Art of Letting Go. I think I said it all in there, so go check it out if you haven't. One thing I'll say, or rather repeat here, Um, is to use your own power instead of force and free yourself from excess and attachments that are consciously or unconsciously sucking out your energy. Evaluate what and who are adding or subtracting in your life and probably reassess what you deserve, which is a perfect segue to my following point, self-worth. For me, 2019 was more about self-love. 2020 was mainly focused on self-care with all of that downtime. That's extra, extra, extra downtime that we had. 
And I can say that among other things, one significant matter that 2021 showed me was self-worth. What self-worth really means. I think that's the most powerful thing or even gift to have in your life. Um, because we all know self-worth, etc. Like everybody's talking about it. It's super trendy. But um, once you not only know about it, about your worth, but you actually feel it in your gut, you will never be swayed in your values, even if they can evolve, but it will be to your own accord. And most importantly, you will never, ever, ever settle for less than you deserve, which is the holy grail, because you will end up saving so much time, gaining huge amounts of energy, and keep your own sanity instead of trading that for things or people that are not deserving of you and what you have to offer. Once you love and care for yourself, you end up opening your eyes on so many things and at least getting a brand new perspective on yourself, your habits, including the nasty and self-sabotaging ones, your patterns, traumas, as well as who you surround yourself with. That leaves the door open for self-worth to storm in, heavily settling itself in and cleaning up any mess and residue left in your mind, heart and behavior. Finally, seeing if what you allowed yourself to have in your life and how you allowed yourself to be treated match your worth. Is it what you want? Are you contenting yourself with the bare minimum? Do you see more for your life, your relationship, your friendships, your clientele? Are you still comfortable with crumbs when you deserve a three-course meal? Are the compromises you making to keep some things and people afloat in your life for whatever reason is respectful towards you? I want to say you, like simply you being yourself without even mentioning what you bring to the table. Why dragging dead weight when it's slowing you down in your growth? Waiting on things and others to change and improve to match what you're already providing them with? Why not taking responsibility for yourself, taking the reins of your life, stop making so much effort for crumbling things, unreciprocated relationships, maybe love, family, friends, colleagues, clients, etc. that are not fulfilling you anymore? Blaming others or finding excuses for yourself and others? I mean, all of these were very, very interesting questions to ask this year. 2021 taught me to be completely honest with myself in the quest of my own ultimate truth, reminding me that the world is my oyster and I'm the one who gets to choose how I want to live my life without incorporating others' expectations, judgments, projections, fears, and merely peacefully releasing everything and everyone that is misaligned with what I consider to be my highest good. Living in the past, any unbalanced relationships, if it's not equal give and take, I'm not standing for it anymore. To the exceptions of kids and charity, that's all. That's like my two only exceptions now. Um, now I see equal give and take energy exchange as a form of self-respect. So when I'm talking about give and take, I'm not talking about money or things. I'm talking about if you show up in a relationship, whatever type of relationship um, we're talking about here, if you come in the relationship 100% authentic and you should expect the other person to be like that. Uh, if you come with um, your time, you give your time, let's say, I don't know, like a friend, 
you haven't seen the friend forever. You guys manage to find time in your busy schedules, but then you come to the coffee date that you organized and your friend is always like on the phone or they only talking about their own issues and not asking you anything about your life and how you're feeling or whatever. But you did that. So is it equal give and take? And I'm not saying like this one time, I'm saying like when it's recurrent and you don't see the same effort you put out to be reciprocated to you. So let me tell you that patience, self-worth and balance is definitely a transformational cocktail. One that helps you to intentionally decide what you want and who you want in your life, assessing if that's aligning with your newfound worth and going for it. Literally taking action may be cutting ties with friends you had for over a decade, but feeling comfortable in this friendship that takes so much from you, but um, hasn't given anything back to you for a long while. Maybe severing the link with a toxic family member because it only causes you pain, chaos, and negativity. Or it could be switching the way you approach your work life and adjust your clientele because you've evolved in your own right. Or it can even be... That you realize that your happiness might mean moving across the world where you don't know anyone nor the language and are not familiar with the culture, but your soul is calling you to go there. Whatever it might be, take the leap, do things that makes you feel valued and alive. Even if time is a construct, you'd want to spend it wisely to make the best of your time on this earth. Be and live in your truth. Let go of all of the fuss take space, assert yourself, your needs, your desires, because nobody will do it for you. We're on this planet to have fun, enjoy, explore, discover, experience, to grow, to expand, not to make yourself small or to be miserable, depressed, and complaining about how things are not going as you'd like to in your everyday life. May the change be the biggest or the tiniest, depending on your own life circumstances, your own desires, and truth. Try fail, learn the lesson and build exponentially from there. Everything will be fine. Most of the time, our biggest fear never even materialize in real life, only in our heads. So enjoy because life is a series of cycles that keep on switching of ups and downs. You don't want your life to pass you by getting stuck into a negative cycle and for it to be the end of it. Make the best with what you have. It doesn't mean striving to be rich and famous, not at all. I mean, unless that's what you want. I would rather say find your truth. Be true to yourself always and live your truth to the fullest, no matter what other people say. People will always talk anyways, so give them something to talk about. Weirdly, 2021 got me to realize how short life is. Not to sound too depressing, of course. Um, I know that is probably a realization that I should have had in 2020, but I guess I don't do shoots. So yeah, I think that I took 2020 as a welcomed necessary pose. I think as a collective, we really thought that after last year, that this COVID thing would be over by now and that we'd be back to our semi-regular lives. Or at least a new normal for sure, uh, but one that would involve all of the COVID restrictions. However, December 2021 and the whole of the year, that thing is still very present. And we don't know for how long it's going to last. And I guess it's this dragging uncertainty that made me realize that I don't want to pose my life anymore. 
yes, regular fun activities like gatherings, going out, traveling, etc., are way more difficult now, but um, not impossible. So <laughs> I decided to make the best with what life is throwing at us. I don't know. It's like this feeling of feeling unlimited in a sense. Like I just want to live my life at its fullest and enjoy everything it has to offer with people who are vibing at a similar frequency, living free and unbothered, um, keeping my feet on the ground, of course, while remembering to act on my dreams, not only dream about that, but actually being into action mode to play and enjoy life at its fullest. Restrictions or not, there's always a way to live beautifully. Like the saying goes, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. I think it was like this very, I don't know, because I already know that. But I feel like this year, everything that I knew before, like I felt them deep in my core. Especially the fact that I'm allowed to define not only the terms of my own life, but how it looks like. And it's a very, very liberating feeling. I think one of the biggest lessons is knowing that it's okay to be a little bit selfish when all your life you've been selfless, accommodating others at the sake of your own discomfort. Because with so much energy out, you need to bring back some of your energy in to reach that balance for your own sanity and well-being. That's what I was saying before, the balance, the reciprocating uh, relationships and even with everything you do, even like if you feel like you're working so much, but your work is not giving you that much back, maybe try to reassess how you're doing things. Or I don't know, maybe you want to change career or whatever. But like this feeling of balance became extremely important to me, which is a little bit of a surprise. But um, I don't know, this year was like all about finding balance, finding peace, And me being loyal to myself, to my inner child, and give to myself everything that I haven't received from others because I deserve the best. Why not? Like, we've been on this earth for a reason. So it might be very naive, but like, you deserve to, you deserve good. You deserve great things. You deserve great people surrounding you. If you like sending out this kind of energy, you should be able to receive it back to you. So when I was talking about self-worth before, um, I think it's super important to know who you are and speak that truth. That's what I've been like talking about, truth, 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 all along this episode. Because at the end of the day, people will understand you only from their own level of perception. But you got to know that the perception of you is not who you are. So the more you know yourself, which is incredibly self-empowering, the more you'll be okay with uh, people's judgments and perceptions. So yeah, I would say 2021 showed me that I don't need to be trapped in my everyday life uh, routine, but uh, actually waking me up and realizing that I'm actually alive and free and deserve to make the best out of it. With this new year in a few days, I would like to say that in every ending, there is a new beginning. So to close up this episode, I will leave you with some questions to ask yourself that could be interesting to contemplate when entering the new year. Asking yourself, what do I want to experience in 2022? What am I looking for? What new things I want to try? What do I really want to manifest? So it is fourth question. And once things get a little bit clearer in your head, knowing that, of course, everything can be adjusted along the way. I love adding a theme for the new year and having it as a guiding light. So once everything is a little bit clearer, like having this theme, 
uh, it could be just one word, that will be the word of your 2022. I wish you an easy transition into 2022, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Conscious Matters is a self-produced podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and ordinate. Five stars, always preferred. Your support will help to keep on raising the collective consciousness together. Talk to you soon.